about guns uh let's see we've uh, got a couple of hosts joining us tonight we got good gary jumping in thanks for the invite you bet and uh smeggy thank you man yep how's everyone doing tonight here to midland we got some people joining us on the uh youtube side where we host the show and then uh, of course we simulcast it over at gunchannels.com community we built going on five years ago now Community of five thousand or so gun owners that uh, are gun gun rights advocates. I hope that uh, I'd say a couple of hundred of them are active all the time, and dozens of them are doing active content creation, like Gary and Smeggy. So uh, it's a cool place to hang out, and it's uh, built by us for us. So uh, enjoy yourself over there. Anyway, thanks to the people that join us over there for the conversation. That's what it's all about. And today is Wednesday, so we're going to be talking about uh, Entertainment Day. Um, have a good idea, bad idea, debate, and then we'll take a look at some of the hashtags over on Instagram. Before we dig anything going on in the news, any of the warm-up shows have anything interesting to talk about today? I have absolutely no idea. Um, I, that's the first show I've been a part of so far today, so... I know there was stuff on earlier. I'm sure it probably was fine, but I don't have any idea. <laughs> I was on Jelzma's show earlier, and we had quite a bit of fun. Oh, is that one? That's his uh, something headline news? It's like fake news or something like that. or So is that just going through news articles and dissecting them, or what's the... I haven't seen that one. Uh, yeah, it's kind of on the lighthearted side, but we pull up news articles, do some quick comments on them, and we follow it up at the end with a word of the day, and then we all join in a rap, kind of an impromptu rap using the, the word of the day that somebody chooses a random out in the chat, so we have fun with it. Cool. That sounds like cool. A neat thing. Uh, Clover was doing his uh, brackets for youth guns. He, they did hunting guns for kids. And I guess next week he'll wrap all that up. And then Matt had a show with a bracket on end of the world or and disaster type of guns. AR-15-1. All right, so digging into Wednesday, we have a couple of topics to dig into the good idea, bad idea. And I think first I'm going to dig over into gun channels because I haven't been doing early watch. Tony's got his grandkids in town and I've been waking up late. So uh, one of the things we do on early watch is dig into the front page of gun channels and take out, check out some of the things people have been posting. I think I'm screen sharing now. I don't know how many people saw this recent post by Ohio. He said you ordered some stuff off of Brownells, 200 rounds of uh, 6.5 Creedmoor ammo. They sent him the wrong size. They sent him 147 grain, I guess, when he wanted 140. So they sent him the new stuff and told him to keep the, the, the error. They ended up with 200 rounds of free ammo. Kind of cool. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Chelsma, who's that show that Gary's just talking about? Uh, Ellis posted uh, this picture for Gary. Speaking of Gary, you see this one? Mm -hmm. That's Gary. awesome. 
<laughs> I, I hope that that was somebody else. I hope that wasn't Ellis knitting, <laughs> grabbing some of these chickens and doing that to them. Those are roosters too. So that's those are. I don't want to imply any genders there, but those look like roosters to me. No, or do girl chickens have red things? I, I have no idea. Ellis don't know the difference. <laughs> he didn't flip them over. Uh, we've got knives over there hosting a chat right now. He he starts hosting chats in the morning, runs them throughout the day and into the evening. Thanks very much for that. Anybody who wants to participate in helping knives out, we have these stickers that Angelina made for us. I got them on the store. They're twenty five bucks, uh, twenty dollars. As soon as you buy that, twenty dollars gets PayPal to knives. Just a way to say thanks. A couple people have done that. Probably sent them about one hundred and forty bucks over the time we've been doing it. It's not like he's making a fortune, but it's helping him with some of that bandwidth and definitely appreciate his efforts. It makes Gun Channels a uh, literally a 24-hour conversation over here. There's Clover's Hacks chat. Uh, anybody see Rick's chat tonight? I know that at first he had it, and then uh, I had to go out and came back, and it was just, I think, still just ending. Like I said, I, I didn't see any of the, the, any of the earlier chats. Throwing Maybe someone out. out here in Gun Channels can type about it. Yeah, exactly. Keep an eye out for it. Roosted posted a picture there. Um, kind of a, a thing about kind of thoughts about the flag. Uh, some posts here. Patriots been posting some uh, quotes and also some days in history kind of stuff. Appreciate that. I've been adding those to the uh, gun calendar. Another uh, hangout from Knives. Those run about eight hours, so he has to start one up every eight hours or so. Uh, Patriots talking about another uh, um, battle from the conflict in Vietnam. Got uh, Ohio, it looks like, approved concealed carry on campus. Good to hear. Mickey doesn't like to hear Ohio making headway, but it's always good. No, I'm, I'm for all Second Amendment rights, even if it's in stupid Ohio. Even if it's in Ohio. Um, Travis talking about his bipod over there on uh, Ruger American and 762 by 39. That sounds kind of cool. I'd like to have one of them. Uh, we found this as we were screwing around last night. We watched uh, Predator last night on GunTube. Uh, and after Predator, we were looking for deleted scenes. And then we were trying to look for stuff to do with that when we can watch stuff without fear of copyright, without the YouTube touching us. So we started watching the um, Hughes Amendment. You know, when we're gun nerds and we're sitting around thinking about what to watch, we gravitated towards gun law. So we went and watched that Hughes Amendment so we could pause it and try to figure out just what the heck happened that afternoon when the uh, Volkner Act and the Hughes Amendment and all that chaotic stuff happened. And uh, from that, we ended up watching Neil Knox, or Chris Neil Knox's video we've seen before with uh, from 1989 where he compares the ballistics of a 762 by 39 out of an AK-47 with some like shotguns and hunting rifles to show just how anemic, I guess you could say, an uh, intermediate cartridge actually is. And uh, anyway, so then I found that video and it was on his son, Chris's channel. So I posted that channel over here. So that's how that channel got posted. Uh, at the same time, Brandon didn't want to watch the movie, I guess. He was hanging out in Knives Lobby, so he posted a link to that. I guess Tina's posting something about that FBI agent. I heard he's going uh, to jail or something, potentially, right? It was not, did not work out well for him. Right. Well, I wonder what that. What I wonder what it is. Maybe I'll go back and, and look at that. But is that 
just like negligence or something like he's like you are responsible for anything that you know leaves your barrel whether you meant to or not so as a federal agent they're kind of like always on the clock i think so probably has something to do with representing the government poorly i'm sure that's part of it i'm guessing that's part of it um roosted we were talking about the holster that uh ozzy made and roosted bought from 24 7 gun show and uh, he posted some pictures of it he jumped in and said thanks yesterday. Um, did you hear about uh, Deerfield, Illinois, the little town of 18,000 people north of Chicago, uh, put a ban into effect that would make uh, basically anything scary looking, assault weapons, illegal, that people had lived there before June 13th, had to sacrifice, sell, leave, you know, gift, get rid of their guns. They couldn't own them in the town of Deerfield. Uh, that would have happened today, but then a uh, restraining order went into effect to block that. And I guess they're fighting the restraining order. So they're going to continue to push for confiscation, confiscation, but forced abandonment or forced, whatever you call, having to get rid of your property. Right. And I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, they have a state exemption thing anyway. So it's one of those like... It, the law is already not going to fly, like, because you can't be more restrictive than the state level or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they do it anyways. They do that kind of stuff. Cities and things will do that kind of stuff all the time. Knowing they're wrong, they'll do it anyways, and just to, like, see if it sticks. Prove a point, send something to the courts, I guess, to challenge a position. And that's why we always have to be vigilant. It's never going to just get easy. There's always going to be somebody who wants to rock a boat or see some different way of doing things that's potentially stupid. Uh, Hit or Miss was on last night. Were you on that show? I was not. And uh, Hank Strange has uh, Chuck Willery on. One of the uh, last of the Code Talkers died uh, yesterday. Sad to hear he was 94 years old. Uh, Wasn't the last one, but one of the last ones. So uh, excellent contribution to uh, our ability to win the war quickly or more quickly than otherwise. And... uh, they're getting some recognition later on in their lives. I know they got some at the time, but um, time to think about that. Uh, Ghost had his show yesterday. Um, uh, oh, and that's what I was going to talk about actually a little bit later on in this show. So Ghost had a show I was on, and he was talking about why so many mass shootings. So what am I going to say? What the hell are we talking about mass shootings when these are mass killings that a person decided to use a firearm probably for political reasons. And uh, that the, the show is about whether or not video games are some influence or the raising of kids or you know, if there's some reason why a couple of individuals do crazy things. Um, anyway, so that happened yesterday. Um, Ellis had his uh, had a chat going. I think that was his uh, scheduled chat. Knives again. Patriot again posting some... Uh, quotes and some uh, things that happened, dates in history. Uh, let's see, Midway lets you browse online, buy a gun, and have it shipped to your house. I guess they haven't done that before. Tony was surprised it took so long. I kind of figured they already did that. It's Midway's big company. Uh, I liked this one. I don't remember if I watched this one, though. But a ban on high high capacity or high magazine cartridges, whatever the hell that means. 
There's an interesting post on the uh, Cody Firearms Museum Instagram today, and it's an old um, Winchester or something or another. It basically looks like a lever gun that it holds a magazine, and it was a contract build for some country in Europe, maybe England, and it's in some weird cartridge. And uh, they see, they were asking or putting the question out there, you know, this is a magazine-fed uh, select fire, and you could consider it uh, an intermediate cartridge because it wasn't a rifle cartridge at the time. And uh, would that be the first assault rifle then? But, of course, it looks like a lever action with a mag sticking out of it. Yeah, I would I would think that falls under the definition, at least for what politicians think of it. Uh, relatively posted this thing about the, uh, you know, that bug assault thing. It's a kind of a Nerf gun looking gun, I guess, that shoots mm -hmm. the bugs. Uh, I guess they're not selling that to California, New York, or Connecticut through Amazon. So their stupid gun laws restrict even the sale of a thing that just kind of uses spring to a spring to kind of push some salt out, you know, to smush a bug or whatever, push a bug away. It You're kills kidding. it. Wow. <laughs> I mean, we were playing with that in at at Haas has one, and it it'll kill a bug. I mean, close enough, it'll smoosh a bug to the guts. Yeah, I bought one last year. I like it. Right, but like, if you hit the drywall, it doesn't even like right dent your wall or anything. You shoot your hand with it; it won't hurt. I was shooting it at the glass. Yeah, nothing. The only thing you got to worry about is if you're close to a wall. You might want to put a pair of glasses on because the salt can bounce off the wall and end up in your eyes, and then it hurts. Trust me, I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's got to sting. It stinks. Uh, Peche posted a couple pictures of his batch panel. Thanks for all the support. You can see these purchased a bunch of stuff off of the gear website store. It literally you know, helped, keep, helped me keep the van, so I really do appreciate a couple of big purchases there that helped us going for the last couple of months. It's ultimately appreciated. I guess that's enough. I, I clicked on it wrong there and it zeroed it out. But you get an idea. There's lots of neat stuff going on on the main page of Gun Channel. Some of this stuff is people posting it on their channels and the alert comes up on the front page. Sometimes people just post something interesting on the front page. Uh, you saw a couple of things uh, that got uh, maybe thought of or mentioned in a chat. People will put it on the front page to kind of let other people know about it. And that's what it's all about, just keeping a conversation going. If you're creating content or doing some kind of show or just bored in one of the in the, one of the open chats, uh, consider jumping through the main page like this. It's uh, you know always changing uh, list of recent gun stuff. Uh, let's talk a second about our member of the day. So we do this show on the daily. One of the reasons we do that is so that we can feature uh, some things on a daily basis instead of just a weekly basis. That gives us an opportunity to hit like 200 something things every year instead of just uh, 50. And one of those is members over at Gun Channel. So when I was scheduling out the shows last, I went over to the Gun Channels, just the, the channel for the Daily Gun Show, and saw who was in there. And then I started looking, uh, or I just started grabbing people that were in the chat uh, watching the, the show as we were scheduling it. So today it's DTP. Uh, I don't know how to say the rest of that. So um, I don't think he's ever jumped into a chat, but fairly active on the live chats and supports people on the uh, other platforms out there, uh, and uh, one of those names that you see quite a bit, and it's familiar, and it's good to see people out there. When we do, well, at least when I do content, that's some of the people that I think of when I'm posing a question or addressing something. You got to think of who you're who you're creating it for. 
uh, it's not for the 160,000 people I've never met before. It's for the people like this name that show up consistently in the comments and on the other platforms, and you see them from platform to platform. That's how you know that there's actually human beings out there that give a shit about what we're doing over here. So um, I don't know if you guys know DTP more than that, but uh, I got to say I definitely recognize the name, and it, uh, that's part of the reason we do member of the day like this. It's not just a pat like Smeggy on the back every day. It's so that we can talk about all the members. There's no way to hit all 5,000 members because some of them, you know, just come up, come and go. But uh, like this one, there's members that are around consistently. Let's acknowledge them. Yeah, definitely. It's, it, that's one of the names that you, you, I see popping up all the time in the comments or, like you said, in the the live show over on the in the chat room and everything. So definitely a, a, a loyal. Uh, listener and contributor to a lot of the different gun channels. But other than that, I don't know much more. <laughs> so then we'll move on to that video that, what was it, Ghost Chat yesterday? Uh, posted a chunk of it. I basically took a snippet out of there and Basically, we were talking about the, um, the the whether or not video games have some kind of influence or raising children. You know, the typical ambush question: What are you doing wrong that there's problems in the world? What have you done wrong with your kids? Right? Drives me nuts. So uh, while they were talking, I did some quick research and uh, just you know quickly figured out that uh, our crime you know some illustrated some crime rate numbers and some. Uh, some interpretations of the crime statistics hopefully to illustrate that they can prove whatever they want you know if they want to say that it's people in the south causing trouble they can depending on how what numbers they handpick and if they want to say it's the people in the big cities they can if they want to say it's people who play video games they probably can but i think i'm looking at the wrong one uh this is the video over here and you know like i say i just kind of went through and found some of these graphs for example, this one indicates that from 76 to 2014, the number of incidents has remained consistent at about 20. And the number of victims of those incidents fluctuates and may be going on an increase. But basically, there's little justification for this concern that there's a epidemic. That's the word that kept coming up, epidemic. Epidemic implies like a disease, right? It implies some kind of a widespread thing that's happening to a population. So if you want to interpret firearms ownership as a disease, then you got to separate it from the psychopaths that happen to use a firearm. Because they're not firearms owners, they're murderers who happen to use a firearm. Just like a psychopath who uses a vehicle doesn't somehow, uh, you know, all drivers aren't implicated when a psychopath uses a vehicle. Uh, one of the charts was the incidents with firearms throughout the history of the country from 1891. And again, there's kind of fits and starts, but it's hardly like an epidemic now or anything. And that's why I tried to illustrate in the um, in this quick, I don't know, six minutes that I had on the show to kind of illustrate some of these points and then use the USA Today example, again, to kind of show that there's different charts out there. You can interpret them all different ways, but you really got to be like a John Lott, somebody who's gone to school to figure out how to interpret results of data and then get logical conclusions from them, right? Not just handpick data sets to prove your point, because that's not really using numbers correctly. That's using numbers manipulatively, right? So right. 
I don't know if I was doing that with this. But like I say, I literally just did some quick research. But after looking at all those numbers of firearms death in the United States, I thought, you know, hey, are we really all that murderous? I mean, we're talking a lot of murders here. How many is that compared to the rest of the world? And white being like no murders and black being the most murders. You know, we're in a shade of light blue. So we're definitely not as light colored as Canada, but we're not Mexico either. And that's a huge international border. Lots of the world that obviously they don't talk about. So anyway, I tried to use that as my uh, my soapbox or whatever, and I've closed up with if this this is the uh, numbers of, of murders, uh, not just firearms, but murders throughout the history of the country. Before history, they just extrapolate. They guess what it might have been like. Remember Indian Wars and people out in the wilderness with no consequences for their actions. Who knows what happened? And then you get into the industrialization. You have this big dip here during the World Wars. And then there's this decline here that we're in right now that is we're being told is uh, an epidemic. So again, that's pretty much how I closed it. And then you go watch the video if you want, or better yet, go watch Ghost Show. It's like an hour or whatever, and there's a whole panel of people talking about it. But I got a, I got a comment in here, and uh, it's kind of frustrating because, you know, I posted the thing to basically my answer to Ghost's uh, question that he jacks me directly was, you know, how do we fight this? And I, my answer was sort of like, uh, you know, did the British win or did we win with our tactics? Did the, you know, the British, you know, standing in a line, all doing the same thing, win? Or did us with our more improvised uh, tactics win? So I would say or my answer to him was that we each need to get out and do our own thing, learn what works and what doesn't and get better every day. And that's how we would win. We, we, there's no just simple lockstep answer that we can all do. And then, boom, all anti-gunners become pro-gun, right? So anyway, I tried to get that across in there. And it, I don't know if it worked because this is one of the questions I got. This guy says, uh, I tell them. So I was guess, you know, the, the guy's, the, the question of the video is, how do we deal with emotional antis? And then this is this guy's answer. And that's why we're talking about all this. All this was set up for this. This guy says, I tell them they have to kill me to get my guns. Shuts them up 90% of the time. So I think I asked him something like, is that effective? Question mark. So that's my question to the panel and to the people viewing. Um, is that effective? Does that get them to just realize? Hey, I think what he's trying to say here is if they realize there's, con there's ultimate consequence here, we're not just talking about uh, flavor of ice cream or something. Or uh, you know whether or not you can get your 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 sweet drink in a uh, 64 ounce cup or a 32 ounce cup. You know there's there's more consequence here. I you know I I personally have not had good luck with answers like that because um, I I put that in the same vein as just yelling shall not be infringed. You know from my cold dead hands all that kind of stuff and I I think their brain just turns off. They go, oh, this is a gun nut. Okay, not going to talk to him. So I I don't think that personally works. It, it certainly, I don't think it's related to how do you, you know, stop mass killings. I don't think that has anything to do with the conversation. But um, Well, no, how do you deal with emotional antis? And, oh, and my first reaction is like, well, yeah, that ends the conversation. But is it possible that that is a way to say, like, hey, buddy, you know what? You can have all the theoretical discussion you want, but you're only getting it from my cold dead hands. Like you, you're seriously suggesting kill me because there's no possible way I'm giving that up. You don't you don't have a religious conviction. I don't know. Maybe you have something that you have a deep conviction for, 
but I doubt that antis have much that they're willing to put their life down for. Where I suspect people that have you know faith, people that uh, have uh, patriotism to that level, uh, where they're going to enlist. And, you know, you're basically saying, hey, whatever the country needs, my body is you know available. Uh, when you've got that kind of resolve, that is the ultimate. You're not getting them. Period. Not as long as I'm breathing. And I guess there's different ways to get that across to somebody, but is there's validity in just getting straight to the point. Like, you're voting for me to die, and you're going to have to send Trump to do it. Or am I speaking too much into that guy's question? No, it, it's possible. I just was, I'm relating from my point of view. I I haven't seen that type of thing being, although I, I agree with you of the sentiment of that, like, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm willing to die to keep mine. Are you willing to die to take mine? Like, is that, you know, because you're going to have to come knocking on my door. Like, and so that was kind of what you were saying is, are they as convicted to getting rid of all guns as we are convicted to keeping all guns? Oh, I wouldn't threaten them because they're not going to be the one to walk into your door. But they are suggesting kill me because I'm not giving them up. So they're saying we're going to send our forces, our state, to take them from you. Since you're not going to give them up, we're saying goodbye. So they're basically not just saying, hey, don't like chocolate ice cream anymore because strawberry's so good and we think strawberry's better for you and the environment. They're saying, or I guess you're trying to say, is it, is it a tactic that suggests to them, hey, you're saying goodbye to a big portion of the population. You're, gonna, you're suggesting, not genocide, but you're suggesting you know, a, a lethal or a consequence of lethality to this decision you're forcing people to make. I mean, what I got from what Count Smegula was saying is uh, when you're like arguing with an emotional anti-gunner, I think when you do like, you know, you're, you know, come and take it. I think that just makes them like, oh, you're a crazy ammo sexual and like, uh, I don't know, a thoughtful, a thoughtful argument uh, is better, but I think it, the reality is they're not really going to listen to anything you say, regardless yeah. of how you say it or how you deliver it. And also, sorry that I'm late. Um, I'll still be paid in full. Okay, but you're not allowed to take a lunch break today. Yeah, Gary already ate all your snacks because we said Angelina wasn't showing up. So. They were great, too. Well, it's fine. You, for Gary, it's fine. Sweet. You're gonna I ate some, too. You gonna throw something in there, Gary? No. Uh, I was gonna say I've never actually tried the line, but trying to reason with uh, any gunners that are emotionals never got me anywhere. I have worn myself out trying to talk to those people, and nothing you say gets through to them. So maybe it would be an effective tactic. And really, I mean it comes right down to the core of your belief if you believe that strong in your rights and stuff like that well the you know the people who went to war to defend this country's freedom put their life on the line and kind of you're defending your own freedom so how much do you believe in your own freedom i mean do you really walk the walk the walk and talk the talk i mean that pretty much Puts it on the line right there. To me. 
Yeah, I, I, was, let's make some lemonade out of that one. I just hate to see, uh, I mean, the whole idea of posting that piece was to incite some comments and let people know about Ghost Channel over there in the show. So uh, I figured it was get a little more mileage out of it. And otherwise, I probably would have just dismissed that comment as, uh, you know, like you say, it shall not be infringed. So let's try to do that more. And uh, if anybody else puts out videos and you get some interesting comments, let us know. We can use those as points like this to discuss things. Looks like John Z is out there. Good to see you. Um, I don't know if he's been on any shows to catch people up, but I know he's been doing his thing, uh, putting the nose to the grindstone, so to speak. So uh, good to see he's back. All right, so good idea, bad idea. This is an old one, but we haven't done it with this group for sure. Um, Smeggy might have been involved in this one in the past. So we're going to do it old-fashioned, good idea, bad idea style. Um, with the four people panelists here today, we're going to go left to right, my left to your, my left to my right, um, and then to answer the question just with a yes or no, good idea or bad idea, and then we'll go back and go into it. So the concept today is pro gun stickers or bumper stickers on the windows of your vehicles. Good idea, bad idea, Angelina. Good idea. Gary. Bad idea. Maggie. Well, you know, it really depends on, sorry, I was channeling my inner Dano. Um, I'm going to say good idea. I'll be, I'll be uh, nice, right? What? Huh? What's the thing now? What are we doing? So, <laughs> Shall not be infringed? I'm going to say bad idea for the most part, with the, but then I'll put a little apostrophe there with a footnote. So, Angelina, you're in the pocket of big sticker, so obviously you have to vote pro or do you have some other reason besides the um i am in the pocket of big sticker but okay so i do not have any stickers on my car with the exception of a thin so hypocrite bag. so hypocrite yep it's um, a good idea for everyone else but not for me well no i have i have a thin blue line flag on my car I just don't like stickers on my car. I just, I just don't like it. Um, I think a you know protected by nine millimeter sticker is kind of like not a good idea because then it kind of you know legally shows that you're looking for something, I guess. Um, but I mean a you know subtle nod to the Second Amendment is always appreciated, um, especially by me. And that's pretty much what my apostrophe was going to be that, yeah, I agree. I don't put stickers on my cars. I don't like the look of it. But on the other hand, if you've got an old car, trailer, camper, or something where it's, you know, not a big deal, you're going to put stickers on, already had some, then you might as well put a bunch on there. And then you can have fun with it. And people are expecting it to be kind of almost a canvas, right, for your craziness. When you see a car with a lot of bumper stickers, you know, they're just having fun with it. But, uh, if you're just doing a couple, I think the subtle ones are cool. I'm not a flag person. I don't agree with that one. But I definitely like, you know, stuff that I put out there is like the 7.62 in the oval. So that people don't know what that is, but gun people do. You know, there's some other kind of subtle things. Uh, yeah, I mean, and to like, to be totally honest, the people I see, like I see people driving around here. So even Southern California with like a huge ass will not comply like a three percenter 
you know, symbol or like a giant AR-15 or like, you know, come and take it like that kind of shit on their truck. And I admire that because like that's some balls in like this kind of an area. But um, for me personally, I mean, I just don't like the look of stickers on my car. You guys, bad idea? Any? Sell us on a bad idea. Gary's the only one that said bad idea. So yeah, and the main reason I, I said so is bad idea. No, I said good idea. Oh. What I was going to say is the reason I said it was a bad idea is I think anything that advertises the fact that, hey, if you break the glass on this car, there's a good possibility you can get a free gun, uh, at least around here, is probably a bad idea because people just wait until you're far enough away from your car and take a brick and See, I, well, there's a good chance he's got one in there. Like, I, I get that in theory but i just i've never seen like any i don't know of any like studies that show or even like interviewing people i don't know people who break into cars otherwise you know like asking criminals or something but uh from from what i can tell they, they tend to just be targets of opportunity and they just assume they'll find something like i don't i don't know what their thought process is of picking this car over the other car. I think if, you know, like any car that's parked in the certain spot where they think they can get in and get out without anyone seeing them, they're going to, you know, do it anyways. Cause they might be, you know, whatever iPhones or any other junk in there. Like, they, I mean, they just assume they'll find something. So I, I do understand what you're saying. I'll give you, you know, that is a, a decent point to consider, but I'd also uh, counter that with, I think there are plenty of people that have tons of gun stickers and their car hasn't been broken into. Like, I think there's, you know, I'd like to run the numbers on. I don't know how you would do that. But uh, I think the sticker, yeah. we should fund it, seriously, because uh, it should, you know, they could do interviews with uh, criminals. Like, do you break into cars because of them? Or that's something you're aware of? And then also look at it from uh, all the crime numbers. How many, I don't know, do you think they mark? If a break-in, what would you call a break-in enter on a car? Burglary, I guess. Would that be, uh, would they put in the crime report uh, if it had gun stickers on the car? See, that's the thing. I don't think they would. So that'd be, maybe insurance companies would have exterior, like, like I don't know, maybe, do your insurance premiums go up if you put gun stickers on your car? Because that would, like, they would be the ones that would be interested in doing that research. Just like, you know, they, they give you breaks if you have, you know, fire extinguishers and crap like that. Like, you know, they, they would charge you more if you have gun stickers. I don't know. But, like, if you have, like, I don't know, like an amplifier or a guitar brand, if you had that sticker on your car, I think it's the same thing as what Gary's saying. It implies that you're a whatever, like a, a, a geek or a fan of that whatever. And if it's a, I don't know, maybe like even a radio brand you know if you're so happy about some kenwood or something you write that on your car um i don't know maybe like sporting goods or something like there's got to be other indicators that criminals use or i mean there's got to be that indicator that criminals use to suspect there might be golf clubs in the car or you know something of value so anyway i'm thinking that applies to all recreational activities if 
I mean, I feel okay. So I feel like I have a little bit of an inside, you know, an inside eye to this topic. Um, but I mean, no one's ever told me like, Hey, my car got broken into and my gun got stolen. And I think it was because I had a pro gun as fucks decal on it. But I mean, would they, I don't know. Well, that's, and I was going to throw this out there. What if a criminal is just scared to go into a car that's got gun stuff? I mean, some criminals aren't thugs that are trying to look for fights, right? Some of them just want to get in and out. They yeah, they're just trying to get in and out. With, they want to get as far away from there before you even know they're there as possible. Well, I'm just saying they might not even want to go up against a gun person. They might assume that there's alarms and stuff or, you know, secure boxes and that. So they might be like, that's the kind of guy that always has his stuff super secure. There's no point in breaking in there. Or yeah. if it's like the laws are if I break into this car and steal this radio, I'm walking home tonight with a slap on the wrist. If I break into that car and take a Ruger, I'm in jail for five years or 10 years or something. So maybe there's the, they're not going to mess with your car if they think there's a gun in there. Is that a thing? You know, I, I was, I, I was going to kind of mention that as the, the punishment thing is because especially, I mean, it, there's criminals come in all shapes and sizes and whatever, but the, like, I'm going to generalize whatever. I don't care. So some like teenager just wants to get 50 bucks because he wants to buy a case of beer or whatever. And he ends up stealing a gun. He's like, what the hell am I going to do with this thing? Like, if they're not, like, in a gang and they can move it and get some money for it or whatever, yeah. like, they, they won't even know what to do with it. So, and you're right. If they get caught with it, they're, like, in super trouble. Versus the radio. Okay, you know, especially a, a teenager that gets caught with a radio, they probably just give the thing back and, you know, maybe go to juvie for a little bit or pay a fine or something. Well, yeah, I think, well, I think most criminals as a whole, like, so my neighbor across the street, this dude, I'm pretty sure they run a stolen bike ring. Like people bring them bikes and they give them money or drugs. Um, but that's the kind of shit that people that are like small time thieving, they're doing it for drugs or whatever. So they want shit they can flip, you know, quickly and easily what are they gonna do with you know a gun? I mean, that has a serial number on it. That's like that. I mean, it seems like a pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean, if if they're like hardcore enough, like you know, like big gang people, then that gun ends up being useful because they someone would want it or they keep it for themselves. But again, then you have that risk of getting caught with it and whatnot. But um, yeah, someone who's normally steals bikes now all of a sudden has a, a gun they have to try and get rid of. I don't know. And I'll just, I'll put this out there that I, you know, I do have a gun channels thing on my truck and it, that's kind of like what G was saying earlier about like incognito. Like if you look close enough, you can see that like there's an outline of a gun, but most people are like, what's that G? And I use it as a, Oh, have you heard the good word of gunchannels.com? And it's, it's a nice conversation starter. If I happen to, you know, pull into a parking lot and someone's standing outside and I, you know, they're one of my friends or something. I will, I go to walk in. Oh, I didn't know you had that thing on your truck. What's that for? Friends sound boring, but, um, it's the same kind of thing as like, what, what about an NRA sticker on your house window? I have one. Does that mean, you know, they got guns or does it mean like, mm, probably shouldn't go on that one. 
Right. So, I mean, that's, I, I think that's one of those, you can kind of go back and forth. I can see the validity of it. I don't know about the, you know, the evidence one way or the other. Um, I did want to just pop in one more thing on the pro side. And that is just, it's kind of uh, what we've talked about before with like social media stuff or like talking about guns, like at work or in the supermarket or whatever is it makes owning a gun normal. And so you, I figure every person that drives behind someone's like, oh, that dude's a gun guy. And then he sees the person, you know, just pull into the parking lot at work or go to the grocery store or, you know, pick his kids up from the park or whatever. And just like, oh, that's a normal person who happens to be a firearm enthusiast. That's and great. I think that helps, you know, make it like, not so scary. Like the open carry of traffic. Do you guys yeah. notice gun decals and stickers on cars, like when you're in traffic? Yes, from like three or four lanes away. Oh yeah, and I, I always try and give them the head now when I catch up to them. Yeah, like ah, I see what you did there, especially so, if it's an incognito one. Like if I saw a seven six two oval, I would I'd cut twelve cars off to catch up to that dude, and be like, hey, that's my sticker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's um, that's an aspect to it we don't talk about either. But yeah, the before shaming of it, like making us worry about it and putting this create the idea that we're going to be, uh, what would you say, like enticing criminals if we try to express our interests, right? Our, our satisfaction and our recreational activities or our brand preferences for something. And uh, yeah, that sucks that we can't just, uh, you know, drive around with a Ruger thing and like, oh, yeah, give some thumbs up to a Ruger person or a Smith and Wesley because you like the logo or whatever. People are allowed to like logos of freaking everything from handbags to shoes to sports to cars to food, and nobody gives it a second glance. But if it's a gun one, there, you're, 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 there's something wrong with you. You've decided to go against the norm, and there's a reason for that. You're trying to prove something, or you're crazy, or you're not aware, and that's messed up. If that was anything else, it would there would be an outcry, right? There'd be people advocating for us. But I think, yeah, that's a good point. If we just if we all hide and don't bring it up, then don't we seem like we're not there? No, exactly. And just for anyone listening, especially if you're driving in any area where I may be driving, um, I let cars in if they have gun decals for sure. Like even if they just cut in front of a bunch of people where normally I'd block them. Like, come on, dude, you knew that lane was ending. I'm not letting you get in front of me. If I see the gun decal, I go, yeah, all right, and come on over. So BTP is now saying, on the, well, I said earlier, on the gun channel side that uh, uh, law enforcement, interaction with law enforcement might be influenced with some kind of a decal. Um, that's definitely going to be regional, right? Because I know in Arizona, anything, it probably start a conversation on whether you like Smith & Lessons more than Glocks or something. But in some places, I could see that being, if they knew what it was, you know, if it was an obvious gun one, that might give them some apprehension. And I'd be afraid that in some places, they'd actually consider you different because you let that, you know, you put that on your vehicle. Like, oh my God, this guy's got this on his vehicle? Like, you know, I'm on alert now. It's a whole different type of, inter- of interaction because it's so out of the norm. Yeah, I mean, I had an interesting interaction when the, uh, you know, cop pulled me over and noticed all the the patches and stuff on the ceiling. But it was, he, he was very positive about it. He was like, "Oh, these are pretty cool." 
And we ended up starting a conversation, like talking about guns. But I could see that being the opposite too, though, of like, oh, geez, like not only, okay, I got a sticker or whatever, but I also have these, these patches on the inside and he's got the, you know, whatever, every second matters and brace this and I don't know, things that are shaped like guns and all sorts of stuff. You'd be like, oh my God, this guy's crazy. And it, it might put them on edge, but that's one of the things I replied to him over on the gun channel side is having a CCW already does that. And when they run the plates, they know you have, at least in Michigan, that's linked. Because every single one, when they've walked up, like, that's the first thing they ask me is about my CCW. And it's like, okay, you know, whatever. It is what it is. I've never had a bad experience because of that. Like, they've never thrown me on the ground or anything. But uh, I, I don't think the sticker would do that. Like, if they're the type to be on edge, I guess maybe I've just been lucky that I've had cool cops. I've only been pulled over a couple of times. But uh, um, if they're the type to be on edge, they would already be on edge. Cause like, oh, great, this guy has a permit. Like, I'm going to walk up to the car with my gun drawn or something. They're not going to do it because of a sticker. Like, So I figure I already burned that bridge. I'm going to throw a thing out there that I do on the van, and it's worked for me. I guess now that I was thinking about it, it actually worked for me. So everybody's got not everybody, a lot of people have uh, stickers made up for their channels or their projects and things, uh, nonprofit groups. Um, I don't know, places I visited, right? I'll get stickers when I can. And then I take those stickers and I stick them onto a big piece of refrigerator magnet, like what you'd put on the side of your car if you were like a real estate person or doing some kind of plumbing with your car on weekends or something, right? So you get one of these big flat pieces of magnet. I stick the sticker on there. I cut it out with scissors. And now I have a magnetized version of the sticker. And that's what I put on the van. And I do that mainly because I can want to move them around or something. And uh, you could potentially do a couple of gun stickers that way, assuming you have a, a metal car. I know not all cars can have handle magnets anymore. But uh, that could be the kind of thing when you want to go to an event like the range or the gun shop or the gun show. You can throw a couple of magnets on there. And be, you know, show your support, drive around in traffic with them. Uh, when you get home, you take them off and go to work, and they're not on your parking, you know, not on your car in the parking lot at work. And, and as far as criminals, if they're trying to keep track of which car is which, that would ultimately screw with them because, you know, hey, I'm looking for that car with the bumper sticker, which looks just like this car, but it had a bumper sticker. People say the whole uh, stickers equal police attention. Um, here in California and I mean I don't know how true that is but I've been stopped with like a car full of guns by police on the way back from a shooting trip you know just pulled over on the freeway for speeding or whatever and they were cool so I I mean they were like into guns so I think there's a lot and I personally know a lot of California cops and they're into guns so I mean, they would just know that you're into guns. I don't think they would, like, hate you. So I think it's probably regional. But even here in California, I mean, I don't really think that... Uh, I don't think that would be the trigger for them, I guess is what I'm saying. And we're probably, like, the worst. Maybe in New York or, like, New Jersey. We probably, we haven't... We talked about stickers or no stickers. We haven't talked about, like which stickers because if you've got something rational like a glock sticker on there then of course you're going to have a smooth transition or chance uh, situation with law enforcement but if you got some yahoo beretta sticker or something up there probably gonna go to jail they're not hashtag sure. checkmate cz they're gonna be like i don't trust this guy what country is his alliance with 
This guy's a you know, I know you're just you're kind of joking because of the whole like you know the Glock thing or whatever, but that actually is a very good point as far as uh, you know some of the I'm going to call them like joke gun things of you know you've seen the signs of like most of them are for like houses though like you know I don't call nine one one I call nineteen eleven or you know smile wait for flash all that kind of stuff or whatever like if you have that kind of stuff like on your car that might uh trigger like a a bad interaction with like a police officer if they're walking up and you know the, the back of your the whole back of your car is talking about you know whatever like shooting people or something so i don't know i can't think of other examples but i have seen like gun stuff that it's i know they're like trying to be funny but it's basically like you know hey, I, I shoot people that mess with me and I, although i agree with that statement i don't think that's kind of the right thing to be putting out for the whole world to see wow did we just uh spend the whole hour really much talking about that i think we did about stickers just about yeah this oh. should uh stimulate everybody to go buy stuff from alanangor.com i would buy it if there was like a some sort of a percentage discount so i could feel like i was getting something for nothing Oh, yeah. Well, actually, now that you say that, there actually is a secret discount code, and it is gun channels. So you get 20% off with that code. Wow, 20%. That's good. 20 whole percent. Wow. That's like if you buy five things, one thing would be free, the next thing would be free. Is that how math works? Yeah. I get can verify this. Yeah, right, so, so uh, I think so. I'm going to put the show into fast forward. One of the reasons we do the show on a daily is so that we can feature a gun shop every day. And today it is called Big Gun Enterprises in Henderson, Nevada. And I'm trying to remember if I've been to this one. I don't think I have. So this must have been submitted by somebody on one of the email. Uh, so if you'd like to suggest a shop for the show, it's dailygunshow at gmail.com. And we're always interested in checking out shops. This one already looks cool just because it's not your standard, you know, just big rectangle. So it's kind of cool looking from the outside. And I'm just going through the Google um, pictures here. I don't know what this one is. But it looks like they got a pretty big shop with some slat wall. I'm a big fan of the slat wall. Some interesting displays. Looks like it's pretty full but not super crowded. And uh, fancy fixtures. I, I like those wood shelves. That's kind of neat. Yeah, nice. I think this is probably a newer shop. It looks like, you know, they put it all together and then threw product up as opposed to, you know, decades of product just accumulating in corners. Looks like they got a chair, comfortable chair sitting here right in the middle uh, when you come in, probably. What's up with all these jellies? I don't know if I can deal with the jellies part of it. Oh, yeah, that's kind of weird. Honey? Maybe um, it's like their little side business thing or whatever. Yeah, I'm okay with other stuff. You know, I mean, these are what a thousand square feet that they got to pay for in Vegas. Well, Henderson, which is right next to Vegas, so I'm okay with it. I just don't like jelly. So if it's honey or something, maybe. But otherwise, I don't think there should be any jelly in a store. Looks like they have the girls stuff for the girls. There's the colors. And what was on the floor over here? Bowling pins. You don't see that at every gun shop. There's that chair again. It looks like it's pointed at a TV. And a thing of drinks. Do you think Dano would be okay with a little cooler of drinks in a place like Vegas? Or would he still expect coffee? I, I think it's coffee or nothing. 
I think it might be. Oh, Dano wants coffee in the store? Well, Dano gets not just upset, but downright belligerent and irate if there's not a coffee pot. And a picnic table. And some sort of a picnic table. If there's like a comfortable chair, he'll accept it. He'll allow that. But he likes a picnic table. Why? Oh, there's a chair right there. Don't question Dano. Just just if you're going to make a gun shop for love of Dano, put a picnic table in it and some coffee table. I don't know where this one is. It looks like a cool shop, and I don't think it's that whole building now that I'm looking at it. It it just doesn't look like the whole building. It it looks very narrow on the inside. Yeah, so it might be like going down here, and then this is something else. So very cool. Um, Is it a range, too, though? Because maybe like the range is off to the side. Because they had those targets in the bowling pin. I know, but this says archery, so I'm wondering if it's an archery range. Because I don't see nothing that says range. It doesn't say like guns range. It just says ammo. Bicycle tree can sign. You know, it would say range somewhere, I think. Uh, yeah, you're right. All right. Well, so that was our shop. I don't know who sent it in. Um, it isn't about credit. It's about looking at the gun shop. So appreciate whoever did send it in, and everybody's encouraged to do so. Uh, as we go forward, we're going to try to um, feature in different shops every day. Sometimes we'll go back and look at some from the tour. Uh, as we get to times when I've been on the road, right, we'll be able to go back and look, you know, like a year later and that kind of thing. And, uh, Stay tuned for more of that. What else are we missing today? Uh, movie of the day. We watched Predator last night. Talked a little bit about that earlier. Um, anybody have a gun movie? Um, no movie. No movie. What about RoboCop? RoboCop is a movie. And there's definitely guns in it. You've seen that one? I have seen RoboCop, and I watched it the other day, too. But I've seen it like that's one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. Also, RoboCop 2, and then 3, and there's more. I just like original RoboCop. And are you talking the one from the olden days, or I'm RoboCop from last OG, week? OG RoboCop. All right. Gary, you've seen RoboCop? Yes, I have. The original, yeah. Thumbs up, thumbs down? Thumbs up. Loved it. Just one? Oh, both of them. Oh, yeah. So, haven't had enough votes from Gary to know how enthusiastic two thumbs up are. He, just, he might give two thumbs up to everything. Yeah, maybe. No, I'm not Suge. Okay. And then, uh, Smeggy. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it two thumbs up and confirm that that is what Detroit is like. The new that Detroit. Is like, as a perfect docu- you know, documentary style of, you know, just everything going to hell in a handbasket. Have you worked for OCP? Uh, no, I, I have not. Um, I'd, like in, I'd like to get in there to paint their, uh, you know, their robots and whatnot. I'm going to make a RoboCop patch. Um, I'm a big fan of the movie as well, so I'll give it two. I don't give two all the time, but that the first RoboCop, at least, is pretty darn awesome. And it was the first movie where they beat the snot out of them. Like, when they beat the snot out of them in the first one at the beginning, that was amazing for a regular movie, right? That was... I remember everybody's jaw dropping when we saw that in the movie theater. That was violent. And and it went on from there to be cool. So uh, what do you think of the others? I'm going to give it two thumbs up because I kind of like the other ones. And I the didn't new even one... get asked but how many thumbs I give it. Oh. How many thumbs are you going to give it? You're so used to like skipping over me because I've never seen it. Um, Maybe you're painting your thumbnails. We don't know what girls do with their thumbs when we're doing movie reviews. Um, I'm gonna give it two thumbs way up. 
right, we, not, we didn't see that coming. We didn't see that coming, but... So what about the new one? What is people's opinion on the new one that was, like, this year or last year or something recent? Anybody seen that one? I, I have not seen that one. I... I tend to not want to see movies that are remakes of movies that I like from my childhood because I can just assume that they're bad. Um, I so I saw it and not too bad, not the best, but also not too bad. Not bet, not better than the OG. Gary, do the new one. I haven't seen it, no. I'm kind of like uh, Smeggy there. I don't want to go see it if I like the original. Same reason I never saw the remake of Red Dawn. Yeah, see, Red Dawn is a better movie than... So that one I think of, like, I really ruined the second one. But with RoboCop, they ruined it already with 2 and 3. Like, they, they screwed around with it from the beginning. So it was never unblemished. This new one is interesting. I'm not going to go around saying it's it's definitely not better. And I'm not saying it's even as good, but since I'm not as uh, convicted to that first one, I'm willing to accept a remake, kind of a reboot or whatever. And it was interesting, but it is not as good. The original Robocop is way better, how he's just like a face and his some of his guts are in there. The new one, they're like, I don't know, they got too much money to do special effects, so they tried to make it look like he's some kind of weird bubble that's inside of a chassis and it just doesn't seem strong it just seems like a real flimsy way to make a robot cyborg or whatever so the first robocop is a better cyborg he's a better robot and a better story the second story is kind of dumb that was good no but it, one of the things to mention about the robocop though is the whole uh like the heat seeking bullets or whatever like or that was pretty interesting well, what do you mean? In the first Robocop? Yeah. Yeah. And the bad guys have like that rifle or whatever that was like a heat seeking. Yeah. And it was like a Barrett and there it got out and started just blowing stuff up. They were weird bad guys, which was good. And it was the dude from 70s show. And then, uh, but the other part about Robocop isn't just the robot. In Robocop, it's Ed 209. I mean, that's half the movie right there. That was one of the best bad guys ever. You know, the big All right, robot. well, here's, here's the ultimate question. If you had a chance to be RoboCop, would you? you How was? old are you? How old are you? When? When you're 15? No. When you're 105? Heck yeah. Set no, me... right, right now. Right now. No. Right I'm now. Too vital. Too vital a man. I need to wait until I'm feeble. Okay. Gary? Yeah, not now. Smeg? Oh, you know, that's a tough one. I I like my parts working, but I really want a gun inside my leg. Can I just get that part? You can't keep your wiener if that's... You can get a gun inside your body now. Does that count? <laughs> no, you have to... You would have to go RoboCop for but, like... So that. full conversion or nothing, not a la carte? I'm going to have to say no then. Yeah, you can't pick. All right, well... You lose your junk, but you get a cool spike out of your fist. Well, you can, you know, instead of saying, suck my dick, say, like, suck my steel expansion rod. Or whatever. Anyway, so I guess we're all saying RoboCop. Not a snail. That's just what it's like being a dude. 
So what about you? Would you be a RoboCop? Um, no. No. After no. all, the old lady, See, you like your bits too. It's old not lady. that I like my bits. It's just that he just doesn't seem to have a lot of fun. Being a RoboCop, you mean having to eat like baby food all the time and having nightmares? Well, you can't. He can't like go to Disneyland. Who cares about going to Disneyland when you're RoboCop? Yeah, but what are you gonna do? Just go around. Number one, go to RoboCop two immediately, or what is it three, and get that jetpack and fly around. I guess I don't know. I no, I just I wouldn't. Well, you wouldn't either. So. Oh, I will when I'm old. They'll have better robot chassis when we're old, though, right? It'll be more elegant. Isn't that what Walt Disney's gonna be? Because they got his head frozen under Cal Arts. Mm. Yeah, but they got to figure out how to bring that back to life or whatever first. Practice on him, yeah. We're going to just be downloaded. They're not going to like save our brains. We're not going to be cyborgs, right? We're just going to be super AIs or something. Um, You just do that like the goo, and then it reanimates the head. All right, well, we're getting to the round of the hour here. Now it's going crazy. So we're going to try to reel it back into the gun channel, uh, the Daily Gun Show. You know what we're going to do? We're going to start bringing it to the real... Uh, the Daily we got covered. We're going to start bringing it back to the gun show by going over 24-7 gun show during the show. So this way, if somebody's posting something over there, you'll get a little more coverage, and we'll uh, you know let people know about this. So we built this just a few weeks ago for the Gun Channel's members. Now, anybody can go look at it. Anybody can browse, anybody can bid, anybody can win, and anybody can buy. But uh, only Gun Channel's members can post over here. So um, it's good to go. Uh, bought some a patch off of Clover with his PayPal link. It worked fine. So uh, I just had, I guess I had put in a bad PayPal email on my first one. So we had a couple of glitches with some of my first auctions, but that was my error. So otherwise, uh, the thing's set up that you can either buy, sell, or trade. You just post something. Uh, you can just like any eBay auction if you've ever done one you can set it for three days multiple days you can set it to end during your live show so if you want to do something that part of your live show is going to be the auction ending you can have it end you know at a certain time uh, you can uh, do it as a buy it now if you just want to put some stuff up for sale or if you'd like to have some fun with the auction part of it uh, set it up as either a Dutch or a regular auction basically all the bells and whistles are turned on and all the feet are turned off. So there's no cost to post anything. There's no cost if you sell something. There's no transaction fee if you sell something with anybody. It's just all, you know, have fun with it. And um, uh, hopefully move some stuff out of your range bag or your garage or your back room where you're, you know, reloading or something. Move it along to somebody that's getting interested in something you're getting out of. Make a couple of bucks and use it as fodder for the... Uh, content that you guys are creating channels or you know uh, uh shows or if you're uh, just in a live chat and looking for something to do and one of the things we'll do like i say is take a look at anything that's new over there so today is the 13th it looks like a couple of things have been uh reposted uh after ending so one of the other features is you can post something over there and set it to auto relist itself like 10 times if you want to you could post it for a week and have it just automatically repost for the next 10 weeks uh, that way, if somebody isn't interested in it this week, they know it's there, 
in six weeks from now, somebody might grab it from you. Uh, or if we keep talking about it in our show and other people talk about it in their shows, eventually somebody's eyeballs are going to see it that might be interested in what you got. Uh, so we've got a couple of things there. Uh, the SIG brace is the one we'll look at today. Uh, this is the SIG brace from the original SIG brace uh, run. Uh, whenever they first came out, I went over to Tucson Guns and grabbed one. So if there is versions of these or models of them or something, this would have been from the beginning, so whenever they first came out. And, in fact, this is the one I had on my AR pistol when I took the picture for the brace this patch. And that patch was a um, result of this was, go back to what year was that now, Smeggy? 2015, 16? And it was the Friday afternoon right before SHOT Show. So our SHOT Show started on Tuesday, so everybody was already on their way to Vegas. It was Friday night, and, uh, of course, the media day is on Monday. Everybody's shooting. Stuff starts happening on Sunday, so people start showing up on Vegas on Saturday. That means they're traveling on Friday, and that's when the ATF put out a letter that said you could no longer shoulder a SIG brace. That the SIG brace, which was authorized by, you know, ATF technology branch letter that said you could put this on your pistol and not be in violation of the NFA on whatever day that was, uh, that evening, 5.30 p.m., they put out a memo the week, the Friday afternoon before SHOT Show, the industry trade show, when they know everybody is literally, they have to know everybody is on the road getting to that event or at the event and setting up, depending on what level they are in the industry. Knowing that, they put out that that alert, and it was it was, uh, it was an indication of, uh, of a government agency doing stuff in, with intent or with such ignorance to the industry that it's criminal. So either oh, way, it, horrible. It, it had to have been intense. They do the same thing right before any three-day weekend. Well, and, and, every, and, and, and often in front of SHOT Show. So it's definitely a time that they save up to screw with the industry, and it's an indication of the abuse of the government. Regula it's, the co it's the agency that regulates and enforces. So you give the control of both regulation and enforcement to the same group, and now this is one of the ways that they abuse that. So this was the, we took a picture, I took a picture of my SIG brace on my pistol, and we talked about it basically all evening, and we opened up a room on Saturday morning. I think Maggie might have been there. I forget who all was in the room. And since I drive to Vegas, and I was, you know, I was leaving Saturday or Sunday or whatever, um, I just left a room open all day Saturday so that anybody who was traveling to SHOT Show could jump into that room because I put it on the big gun channels or gun websites channel. So, you know, 160,000 people got an alert that said there's an open room for anybody that wants to talk about the new SIG brace decision. And then that way, uh, as many people that could jumped in on their travels to SHOT Show to get caught up on what the hell was going on so that we could basically go down and talk to the ATF. And a lot of us did. We went down and talked to the ATF's uh, booth there about this, and they didn't have any answers at all other than to say, their regulatory uh, agents are who show up. Their enforcement agents don't, so they weren't answering any questions. Anyhow, that actual SIG brace is for sale because I need money, and I like to keep projects going and not have to shut everything down. So anybody that wants to buy that, it's over there as an auction, and we'll talk about stuff over there uh, every day because this is a daily gun show, and hopefully as other people post stuff, we'll talk about other people's stuff over there. Yeah, I noticed something from Moons over there that caught my eye when you first showed the very first screen. I was like, huh? DZ grips. Yeah. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's open to everybody. Caliber, whatever. 
brand, whatever. Anybody within reason can, can buy, sell, and trade. But hopefully a bunch of people are just trading. It would be cool. We're gonna we're talking about uh, moving some books. Ohio gave me some books. I think Mr. Wright has given me a book or two. Uh, when we meet up at like Tulsa or other events, uh, people know that I'm doing things for the Patreon uh, people for gun channels and stuff. So uh, some of the things like the books that are, you know, books that more than one people might be, might, might be interested in reading, we were thinking about doing a book club. So we're gonna, probably going to use the 24-7 gun show to like create an auction to let people like, claim it. And then you know set it up for zero or something and whoever grabs it grabs it and then basically whoever wants it pays for shipping we ship it to them they read it put it up there whoever wants it pays for shipping goes to the next person well that's pretty cool yeah we're gonna play with it a little bit so if you have other ideas how to play with it things that you've seen on forums or something ways that people can play with these things uh, hopefully we have a little more power than a forum because it's an auction site so when angelina is down to like the last of a certain patch to put it over there at an auction. Oh, maybe I will. I have some of those yellow fuck around and find out patches. Let's not let's not break the system, but maybe test it out with something that isn't gonna bring the whole internet over. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I also have uh, two patch, two special patches coming out um, this week, I think. So. Maybe we'll launch one there. Where are you getting a uh, error, Gary? I, I think he, when he's trying to open a 24-7 gun show. I never have been able to open 24-7 gun show. Every time I do, it times out. Well, that's interesting. No, I've I'm tried not... it from two different browsers. I don't know if my ISP is blocking it or... Yeah, that's interesting. I haven't had that report from anybody, so if anybody else is having an issue like that, let me know. It's the not... First... A the auction site or nothing. It's just the well, first week or two, I kind of blew it off as maybe the DNS hadn't been updated, but surely to God, by now it has. So. Oh, yeah, and we've been using it. There's been, I don't know, 60 auctions go through already, so people are definitely using it. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I just loaded it a second ago. But, um, well, it makes me think of something. It's not really in the schedule, but we are going to start having some moderator meetings over at Gun Channels, so I don't know if Al's listening. Nice strike might be out there. Um, see Clover out there, but some of the guys that are into the nerd stuff, and anybody who might not already be into the nerd stuff, but you're interested in it, um, we're going to start having moderator meetings again, maybe once a month, uh, just to kind of talk about behind the scenes, nuts and bolts stuff for running gun channels, because uh, nobody wants a gun channels where if I keel over tomorrow or get killed, you know, it goes down. So I want to try to build it so that we've got more than one uh, person that knows how to keep the steam engines moving. It's not real complicated, but. Uh, you know, just so I can get out on the road occasionally and not have to worry about caches filling up and stuff. So anybody that might be interested in lending a hand and learning a little bit about uh, running a community of 5,000 people, let me know. Uh, uh, probably gunwebsites at gmail.com is the best place for that. Um, I think we'll wrap it about up. Uh, is there any cool gun history? I don't have anything awesome gun history. I'm going to look at this day in stupid history and see if anything... Uh, Massachusetts in 1642 passed the first compulsory, compulsory education law in the colonies. So since 1642, institutionalized learning facilities. Yeah. Miranda writes, 1966. <clears throat> June 13th. Miranda writes are important. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. 
Linda Ronstadt has her first number one hit on the country music charts in 1975. In 1942, the Supreme Court today in, well, mine is June 14th, uh, 1942, the Supreme Court ruled that requiring students to salute the American flag is unconstitutional. How cool is that? It's going to run people the wrong way, I bet. Some people. That's freedom. 1951, UNIVAC, the first computer built for commercial purposes, is demonstrated in Philadelphia by some guy and some other guy. 1807, Thomas Jefferson subpoenaed in Aaron Burr's treason trial. 1789, Captain Bly of the Bounty arrives in Timor in a small boat. He's been forced to leave his ship when his crew mutinied. Oh, I can't believe you missed this for June 14th. 1777. You mean when the Congress, Congress authorized the Stars and Stripes as a flag for the United States? I was going to say that for last, but not. I just saw it too. Oh, I was going to say. We were talking about three Californias because you people can't ever figure out what you want to do. So now you want three Californias. That means we're going to have a 52 star flag. Um, yeah. I mean, do we want three Californias? I don't know. I don't really know much about three Californias. Well, you guys passed the ballot initiative, so it's going to at least be on your ballot. In November? Yeah. Yeah. So 52 stars, will they just put two in the center? Or will we have a whole new pattern? Maybe they'll just put two, I don't know, like a little like squared or something. I hope they didn't, don't do something boring. It'd be neat to see what computers and some math theory can throw at uh, 52 maybe 42 with the ring of 10 around it. Usually there's some sort of competition and then some little kid will win it. Yeah, well, we'll see. I'm sure that we will all welcome and love whatever we update to. The, the four new Democrat senators that are created. Yeah, and the, uh, I mean, one, I think, uh, I don't know, depending on how they slice it up, you do have at least one possible Republican state. And with that, we will wrap it up just a little bit late. We like to talk about guns for about an hour every night. We do appreciate the people that show up live uh, on YouTube, I guess, but more importantly, over on Gun Channels, a community we built going on five years now. Stay tuned for all the five-year anniversary extravaganzas that will be going on here. And... Um, out the show on iTunes. We're still sitting over there with like one review. It would certainly be nice if people wanted to take a minute, install stupid iPhones, garbage onto your, or I mean, iPod, what is it called? iTunes onto your computer. Uh, head over to our podcast. Leave us a comment because that's how iTunes uh, determines who to recommend to other listeners. And that's our reason for putting it on iTunes. We don't care about Apple. We're trying to get our show out to people who listen to podcasts and uh, let them know about our conversations here. So uh, we'd appreciate anybody who wants to take the time to install the iTunes stupid application on your computer or your phone. Uh, head over to our podcast, leave us a comment and a review. Then take a look at what's re what's recommended to you. You're going to find a, quite a few awesome podcasts out there. And going forward, we'll talk about some of those uh, throughout the this show. And uh, like I say, uh, 
subscribe to a bunch of them, uh, give them some comments and likes or whatever they're called over there on iTunes, and then uninstall the app. Um, cares if you have the app permanently on your computer, uh, what is useful for us to know human beings are out there, but also for the uh, little Al Gore's rhythm that runs iTunes, uh, that will uh, you know, recommend us to more listeners over there. With that, we will say goodbye. Tomorrow is Thursday, so there's a bunch of stuff happening on Gun Channel. Somebody want to talk about what all is going on over there? Um, sure. So, well, are we starting out the day with the early watch, or you were saying there was kind of a break on that or something? Usually I wake up an hour after Tony's left, and he's got his grandkids, so he's trying to get them to the range when it's not raining kind of thing. So, yeah, we've been kind of hit or miss. You know, it's morning. Tuesday at 9 o'clock. So possibly early watch. If not, there's I'm sure there'll be, you know, like a, a knives lobby or potatoes or someone. Um, but that's there's at least there's normally something at least live during the day, lunch hour and early afternoon and whatnot. But then uh, getting into Thursday night for, what do you say like prime time? Uh, at eight o'clock, there's C4 Defense Live from Sarge. Um, ten o'clock is Yankee was shooting left to center. I don't know if this is the one where Jewubs and Matt jumps in, or if it's the one where it's just him answering questions. It is. I have to keep in track. Oh, so, eh. But or Jelsma Outdoors, ten o'clock, Specs Op Live. So there's even a different option. Um, then CloverTech has his after hours chat at eleven, and then Daily Gun Show at midnight. So that's everything on the list. Um, something I'll pop in for tonight, right after this, I'm going to be doing a Smeggy's cave. So come on over, ask me for a link. I'll, I'll send you a link. So come over at gun channels and send me a message saying, Hey dude, send me a link. And then I will. Right on. Anybody have a quote to wrap to take us out tonight? So if anybody's Nope. Looking for that. We'll uh, we'll end on the quote, and then we'll leave on the last time the dead played in 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 uh, Hawaii back in 1970. Is it got a quote now? Okay. No. Nope. Gals of GunWebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thanks for watching GunWebsites.com.